Well, many companies, many employees as well, weighing their options these days when it comes to the future of work. Have you really enjoyed WFH, work from home? Do you want to remain at home? Hybrid option. Uh, If you like and you prefer remote work, can your employer actually reduce your wages? That is a question that is being asked by a lot of employees uh, right now who are perhaps uh, facing this because of a lot of employers are figuring, well, if you don't have to travel into work and the maintenance on your car is down, you're not spending as much uh, on gas, that uh, as a bit of a trade-off, if you're going to work from home, would you accept or can I reduce your wages? Let's ask uh, Samara Belitsky, employment lawyer with Sanfiro Tamarkin, who joins us now here on Global News Radio. Samara, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right. Can your employer, can they reduce your wages if you want to remain at home or stay at home and continue to work? The short answer is no. And obviously, depending on the circumstances, that will vary. But in general, an employer can't just unilaterally reduce an employee's salary because they're now working from home. All right. So that is against the labor code. It's against the labor laws. That is not a reason to reduce your wages. That's absolutely right. Now, it will depend on the reduction. So, for example, if it's a very slight reduction of, you know, maybe 5% of your total annual compensation, that's not something that you would necessarily have legal recourse for. Uh, But if we're talking, you know, into the more significant percentages for annual income, you know, at least 10% into the 15% and higher, certainly that's a situation where that employee could refuse that change and claim constructive dismissal. Okay, so why are we hearing of companies coming to employees and offering this or asking them this in return for staying at home? Would you take, you know, I don't know, a 10% reduction in wages? Uh, Is it just because of what I mentioned a a moment ago that they're trying to say, hey, if I give you this, then maybe you can give me this uh, back because you're not traveling or commuting uh, as much, not spending as much maybe on gasoline, uh, car insurance and that sort of thing? Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think from a practical perspective, for some employers and some employees, it makes sense. The circumstances, you know, will vary from one case to the next. But if if an employer offers it as a way of kind of practically resolving potentially a cost issue, it's better for the employee. They want to stay at home. Certainly, they can come to some sort of mutual agreement. So an employee who is offered that type of uh, change does have an option. You can accept it or refuse it. And if you do want to accept it, certainly you're, you know, as an employee, you're free to do that and negotiate those changes. But there needs to be a mutual agreement between the two parties. Okay, that was my next question. So since companies legally can't do this, reduce your wages if you're working from home or doing remote working, is this something then that employees can use as a bit of a uh, bargaining uh, chip? Because some people might say, listen, I might be down, I don't know, $10,000, uh, let's say, in yearly uh, income, but uh, I did my own uh, math, and by not having to go into the office, uh, I was spending 15000 a year, so I'm still 5000 to the good. Exactly, and, and that might be a rationale for why an employee is willing or prepared or even wants to accept a change like that, because in some circumstances, it may be beneficial for the employee to agree to it, but in a lot of other cases, it may not be. So that individual will have to kind of weigh the pros and cons of exactly what that means for them moving forward, because very importantly, if you do as an employee accept a change like that, that's the new terms and conditions of your employment moving forward. So if you simply accept the changes, whether that's expressly or you don't express a refusal to those changes and you just keep working, that will actually end up being a deemed acceptance. And then you're stuck with those terms. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that uh, for us? Because this kind of sounds like, uh, for lack of a better comparison, the old Columbia House uh, Record Club, that if I didn't say no to the album, it automatically got shipped to my house. <laughs> is that kind of the same thing that's going on here? That's exactly right. So whenever an employer is making changes to the terms and conditions of employment, time is always of the essence. And so if an employee just keeps working, keeps their head down, doesn't make an issue of it, doesn't expressly um, communicate their refusal, then they will be deemed to have accepted those changes. So that's why it's so important for any employees who are now being confronted with these types of changes, either that are being forced upon them or proposed, uh, they need to make sure they're getting legal advice about it right away. And if this isn't something they want to accept or agree to, they need to voice that immediately, because if they don't, they risk it becoming a term of their employment, uh, you know, moving forward, and there'll be nothing they can do about it months or years down the road. Okay, that is really good and really important advice. And when it comes to somebody who is currently in their role, they cannot uh, claw back their wages or reduce their wages. But if it's somebody that is a new hire that is coming into the company, that doesn't necessarily uh, hold that uh, they can offer you a lower wage for the same uh, job if you're working remotely. Would that be uh, correct, Samir? So that, that could be the case depending on the circumstances, but there could be situations where the company may be changing their model moving forward. And so there's a different compensation package or compensation model being offered to those who are being, you know, working remotely or in a hybrid role. It, it can be the case. And in most cases, that would be perfectly lawful. So is that the future of work, uh, do we think? Is that where this is headed, where there could be uh, several people doing the same work, the same tasks, have got the same job title, but one might be uh, paid more if uh, they're in the office five days a week as compared to somebody who's maybe rarely there? I think it could be the case in certain situations, depending on you know the position and the workplace and the industry. I don't think that's the trend that we're going to see coming up because for the vast majority of industries, whether you're working remotely or working in the office, you're doing the same amount of work. And for many of the people we've spoken to, a lot of people working remotely might even be doing more work than if they're in the office because they have that extra time they might not be uh, spending on their commute to the office. So I don't think we're going to see a lot of that, but there may be instances where, you know, that becomes a trend in certain industries moving forward. Yeah, Samara, just finally, can you give us an idea from uh, your interactions and from the clientele there at uh, Zinfiro Tamarkin of what you're hearing right now currently from employees? And do we have any sort of I don't know, I guess, handle on the future of work. Do we know are we going overwhelmingly to a hybrid model? Is it going to be more of a return to the office than maybe a lot of people think? Or is it maybe still the case we just don't know? I'm hearing a lot of employers who are in flux. So we're hearing from employees where their employers are still trying to figure out what it is they're going to do moving forward. And then I'd say probably the other half of people I hear from are working for employers where they've decided to pivot and move to a hybrid so that if the employee wants to return to the office, that's available to them. uh, But they can also make arrangements to continue working remotely if that's what they prefer. Yeah, and are you hearing from any clients at all weighing their options, wondering if they are being forced to return to the office, if they're thinking about uh, leaving the company and finding something that is a little more suitable because they like hybrid or or work from home? Are they uh, looking to see sort of what their options are in terms of their current employer for things such as uh, severance or compensation, that sort of thing? We are hearing from, I'd say, a select few in terms of people who don't want to return to the office for whatever reason they may have. A lot of the time it's health and safety concerns um, <clears throat> stemming from the pandemic uh, or they just prefer to work from home. Um, but it is, you know, to be clear, 
if you're an employee who worked from home prior to the pandemic and you're working remotely as a temporary measure, if the employer does want you to come back to work, you do have to go back. So for some employees, that's a bit of a deal breaker uh, these days, and they may be looking for work elsewhere for that reason. All right. Samara, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Jeff. All right. Samara Belitsky is an employment lawyer with Sanfiro Tamarkin. And we're back after this here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.